right, everybody. Welcome to the Pastimes Podcast. Uh, each week we go through an old newspaper from a random date in history picked out by Dave Anthony. I'm Gareth Reynolds, and I've never seen it before, and neither is our guest this week, Karen Kilgareth. Hi, Karen Kilgareth. Hi, guys. Welcome. How are you? Um, okay. Are you, Gareth, going to talk in that voice the whole time? Is this, mm-hmm. this like a new We're podcasting? Very, yeah, we want to be very We're professional. Sensitive. We'll, we want you to make this whatever you want it to be. And we're just here to support <laughs> Stop it. Stop talking Thank like you that. for coming in, Karen. What have you been up to? <laughs> That's better, too. Clubs and yeah. colleges all over yeah. the country. Oh, you're going to love her. She tours all over the country. She's a favorite here. <laughs> just unbelievable. Uh, uh, Karen, we're going we're gonna, to uh, go to your, uh, the area you're from. Uh, okay. For this news- newspaper, it is uh, from uh, March eighteenth, eighteen eighty. Can I it guess? Is in, it is in Sonoma County. The Press mm. Democrat. Yes. No, I don't even think that existed. It is the Cloverdale Reveille. Okay. Cloverdale Revel. Cloverdale okay. is where we used to stop at the Foster's Freeze on our way to Blue Lake, which was up in Lake County for right. one week of vacation every summer, where Lake I would go County. and. Get- in Lake County, California, and I would get sure. so sunburned. Like, first day, yeah. third degree sunburn, and then it's just the problem you manage for the rest of the trip. Yeah, that's right. I, uh, as an Englishman, yeah. very familiar with how the first day of what we call holiday goes. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's time to bubble up. Yep. That's yes. you get the, how about some blisters for your <laughs> back, son? Right. It's the yeah. blister. <laughs> Look like a gremlin that someone watered after midnight. <laughs> You're like, little me's are about to start poofing off. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> Uh, so, so, yeah, I know Cloverdale well. <laughs> Cloverdale is, uh, for people who don't, it's about, uh, what, a couple hours north of San Francisco. This this uh, paper I picked is right. They got the train two years before, so it's <gasps> it's big times. Things are happening wow. in, in Cloverdale. Train. Yep. Uh, it's very exciting. Three trains. Three trains are coming each day at this point in 1880. Wow. That's how That's fucking wild. awesome. Yeah. Uh, so we'll go to page... Go ahead. What was their main export? Do you know, like dairy stuff? I, I, yeah, I, I think it's. Oh, we're, actually, I think we might get there. I think. Okay, I think I read something Logging? earlier. I think. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, it's an animal product. It's an animal thing. I think. Lard. Yes, <laughs> lard. <laughs> it's falling out of the train doors again. We're pushing in with the broom. I don't know what to tell you. We got to move the lard. Get the lard out of town. <laughs> Uh, so this is uh, page one, right in the middle. This is under uh, communic- the, this. So the way they used the newspapers, like they would group things into, like they'd be like local stuff or happenings, and this one's just called communications. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. On Saturday, as F. W. Young, the well-known insurance agent of this city, we all know F. W. Obviously. Uh, in company with Captain Demone of San Francisco was driving near Skaggs Springs when they came across a band of six deer. All feels invented. Every name, every place feels totally made up. Completely. They came across a band of six deer, five of which ran up the adjoining hill and disappeared into the... This says Chemis, but I I looked it up. It's not a word. There's no word Chemis. Into the the Chemists, which is the name for the pharmacy nearby. Yeah, they had a deer pharmacist. <laughs> I'm your chemist. We got. You have anything for ticks? Can I? <laughs> do you, um, this one antler broke off and it hurts. Oh do, sure. Do you just have like an analgesic for? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, thank just you. Just sit over there. I oh, have yeah, to rub- point out this is in the newspaper that basically yes. they're saying deer ran by. That's right. The- that's oh, I mean. <laughs> I guess that's a more concise way of there's, putting it. Sure, there's more. You know. There's more to the story. Five deer took off. You're not going to believe what happened. Five they, deer got spooked. They fucking bailed right they into ran. the hills I into the chemis. Something got them. Then they went to the chemist. Uh, while the others, ke- while the other, so there's one kept along the road in front of the buggy a short distance, and undertook a jump of a picket fence, got caught, and Mister Young, leaping from the buggy, captured it. I like how the deer jumps a fence and leap is never used, but when it's a human, they're like, you wouldn't believe what he did. So high did this man jump. <laughs> Look at him bound. 
They called him Dear Boy. Uh, they they took it to uh, Skaggs, and it proved to be a doe about a year old. It died soon after it was caught, and it is said it was talked to death on insurance. Frank ought to have given it an accident policy. What? I don't. So, is this a joke newspaper? Yeah. It's <laughs> it's called like the radish. <coughs> One. <laughs> <laughs> one, th- one thing we'll learn is how uh, nothing was news. Like, literally, but no- stuff that you're just like, you would be like, I, hey, man, Jim saw a, a deer uh, get caught on a. Fence. Hold on, hold on. Like, Let me oh. get the pen. Let me get the pen. Let me get the pen. Slow down. Slow down. Jim with a J? <laughs> but at the end, it doesn't seem to make a ton of sense. What do they say? Like, someone just was. That he, put in, he put in a little funny. Okay, so it's he's lightening the mood because a doe's passed. He's lightening yeah. the mood because a grown man tackled a deer, a baby deer, to the point where it died. Can you That's... imagine seeing it? A doe, a deer. Jesus Christ! A female yeah. deer. Oh, dear. <laughs> That's where I forget all the words. <laughs> it's the only part anyone knows. That's the funeral. Yeah. A doe, a deer, a female deer. <laughs> Amen. Uh, Amen. So this this is under uh, this is it's still we're on page two. It's under word errors. What? So the paper word. was just segmented like a file citizen cabinet, essentially. Really, okay. really quick, and I don't yeah. mean to hang us up on this. Yeah. But that whole deer being tackled to death story was under communications. So is that like town gossip or was that yeah. like the one conversation they had on the one phone in the town? It's, I, f- I feel like it's just something that someone came in and told them at the newspaper. These, if you're going to segment a paper, they should make sense. It, communications for that. Communications. To, oh, the doe died on the fence where the guy tackled it. Yeah. Well, obviously it's a communication story. I, w- I would say. I would say having perused this paper, a lot of it feels like, like you know when you, you run into someone at, like at a store and they start talking to you and they won't stop talking? A lot of it feels like that's this person. Like this person is just like, I, I, I got I to gotta let people know what's going on in my head. I have no one to it's talk to. It's called a dream paper. It's all my <laughs> dreams in paper form. Whether they're real stories or my own personal communications... <laughs> Doesn't matter. Doesn't this is matter. the radish. There's no order at the radish. <laughs> I started my own little paper after I finished waitressing. So everything I overhear, I just turn into the news. It's all a bit of everything. Everything can be categorized as everything, which is what I love about it. Uh, the reverie. The reverie radish. Okay, so like I said, this is under... This this section's a little odd. It's really uh, this pointed. section's a little odd. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, citizen should not be used except when the possession of political rights is meant to be implied. Newspaper reporters have a habit of bringing it out on all occasions when person, man, or bystander would ex- express their meaning much better. I mean, what? What's the? Is this under complaints? It's under it's under uh, word errors. They're not communication as well. <laughs> Everything's a bit of communication in this thing. He's he's I mean, subtweeting. Yeah, he's subtweeting yeah, other papers. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> also, will you go through the list of the three people? It's person, man, or bystander. Citizen? That's right. That's Citizen right. Or bystander. Yeah. The person, man, bystander. Now, there's no women that are talked about. No. I, obvi- but it's like amazing to have your, to categorize it and women like other beings besides a man to not be a category to be like it's simple <laughs> three categories it's either a person a man or a bystander. <laughs> this a is woman. what the 80s were like, guys. 1880s to 1980s. It's always been this way. Uh, <laughs> oh, I just hope I meet a nice bystander someday. <laughs> oh, swoon. Oh, did you see that citizen over there? Oh, my Lord. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, wait. Citizen's the wrong word. Person, That's bystander, right. or man is correct. Person. That's three okay. really good categories. They're the same. Oh, it's all the same, man. Yeah. Uh, so we're still on page two. This is uh, titled uh, Children in the Park. <laughs> oh, boy. <That's>, uh, <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> my, here's my guess. More dead deer. But what? <laughs> 
child child jumps a fence, gets caught, man attacks, gives it an insurance song and dance at the end. Move on. Communication. That's communication. uh, That's communication. When I got soul and body weary, I like to stroll into the parks, sit quietly down, and watch the children with their nurses. Oh, boy. I think that I can pick out every child there who has a sensible mother. She neither exposes its little bare legs to the treacherous winds, nor puts out her baby's eyes with a dazzling white veil, or dresses her child so fine that it cannot sit down on the seats. I mean, if her child is humpbacked or lame, oh no, oh dear. She does not render the poor little creature's misfortune more conspicuous by a gaudy costume. So she doesn't... A a good mother doesn't hide the hump with gaudiness. Because Um, that's a really common thing, is if there's a hump situation with your child, a lot of women will gaudy it up. They go to gaudy town. But this is... They play up the hump. Hold on. (laughs) Most of the time, aren't humps developed over years of, say, a spinal issue? I don't know if I've ever heard of or seen a child with a hump back. Yeah, they're called baby humps. Um, (laughs) I'm Hump Junior. (laughs) Donald Hump. Some kids are born with it, but it sounds like this town has a real problem. (laughs) Yeah. This town only has problems. First of all, the POV of this person is so creepy. Like, in any... uh, in any other day, like if that if that was handed to like an editor of a newspaper now, they'd be like, "Oh, great, stay there. I'm gonna make two calls. I'm gonna be right back and get to you." Know what I mean? You'd be like, "This guy's clearly going to the park for the wrong reasons." Yes, talking about there's baby's legs, baby That's... legs, and then the and the hump, hump, the hump, hump. There's a hump. All right, it goes on. Oh. How- if her boy has grown big enough to be ashamed of long girlish ringlets about his shoulders, she does not assist upon sacrificing his uh, incipient manliness to her absurd vanity. With these views, you may be sure that my <laughs> list of children who are blessed with sensible mothers is rather limited than his otherwise. List? Yes. That was a list? Yes. Humpback. Andy Rooney Sr. (laughs) (laughs) Quit putting jackets on that show people where your child's hump is. When I was a boy, we just put a balloon head on the hump and said we had a brother growing out of our backs. (laughs) We need to get back to that time. (laughs) I don't want to be, I don't want to be mean to anybody with a hump at all. But this doesn't seem to be a column worthy issue. Well, you don't know what was going on in, in Cloverdale in the 1880s. They might have all had rickets. We this are pro-hump. But yeah. I yes. completely agree. This, even with hearing the other context of the paper, this does not belong in the paper. <laughs> this belongs not. in a bathroom stall. Like, yeah. you'd be like, what is going on? All right, whatever. I don't ever need to see that again. This is private. Yeah. <laughs> is, I, it feels like we found a weirdo's journal. Yes. Yes. I think we actually kind of did. Okay, go ahead. Did. All right, well let's 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 go where uh, here on page three we got some ads. We got. Okay, wait, uh, does it say who wrote that or like what? What was yeah, the name? It doesn't. It's and never then, said. It's it never said who date? wrote it. Is there a date of arrest? <laughs> is there a mug shot? <laughs> yeah, there a mug shot or a mug drawing? Oh, yeah, or a picture of him eating a hump or something. There's something that lends itself to some understanding of what just happened. Do you know what I mean? There's just one picture with him, and it's just his arm around the hump, and you can't see anything else of the child. Hey. Okay. Um, this had this is just an ad, and it just says "cure for cancer." Red <laughs> clover cures cancer, salt, rem, and all other blood diseases. For reference and full particulars, address WC Needham, San Jose, California. Uh, they had it back. They had it back then, and we just forgot about it. We forgot about it, and well, again, it was got, they got their clover pills, took care of it. Clover and a salted rim. I understand. <laughs> Margarita, so clove, yeah, clover in like clover. a margie glass. <laughs> yeah, who wants more <laughs> cancer cure, girl? Taco Tuesday. I, who doesn't want cancer? Cancer-free brunch, bitch. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday fun day. Who wants a salted rim of no cancer? 
<laughs> Who had no salt? Good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, this is the best ad. By the way, page three for a cancer cure seems you know, a bit like burying it. I don't know. I, mean, I don't yeah, know I if that should come after the hump story. It feels like that could precede it, but okay. You drop you drop that up top. Okay, this is the deaf here through the teeth. The the deaf? The deaf here through the through. teeth. Wow. Wow. This is this is hard to read because it's just the way it's spaced. So, uh, Sorry, is this an ad or a column? It's or an, an ad. This is an ad. This okay. is an ad. <laughs> uh, it feels like everything is an ad, sort of. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so the deaf here through the teeth perfectly. All ordinary conversation, lectures, concerts, etc. Uh, by new channels to the nerves of hearing by a wonderful new invention, the dentaphone. No, Dave. Are you serious? Stop it. Yeah. For Dave, remarkable public... This is handwritten. For remarkable public tests on the deaf, also on the deaf and dumb, see New York Herald, September 28th. It displaces all ear trumpets... Size of an ordinary watch. Send for free pamphlet. The American Dentaphone. So this is so obviously. Sorry, they're telling you they're selling you something, but they're also saying go check this other newspaper for the actual <laughs> proof that this That's is a right. good thing. That's right. This, you should get this newspaper isn't full of articles and things. You won't be able to actually process what this is. No, go do the homework of this ad, which is you figure out if this is good or not. If you go to the other paper, you are technically the CEO of this company. <laughs> I'm dentaphone. Dentaphone, dentaphone. The, the so, thing you hook up to your teeth so you can hear. They're going to put ear horns out of business. <laughs> <laughs> the ear horn was so yeah. popular that yeah. that was the big thing to mention, that it's like, uh, you forget about those ear horns laying all over the house. It's dentaphone <coughs> time. Yeah, that, that weird paper was dropped on the CEO of like those trumpet phones. And he's like, have you seen this? They're going to start putting them on teeth. And he's like, my God, we're going to be ruined. Oh, no. This whole time they've been hearing through their goddamn teeth. <laughs> Shit. What a blatant, bizarre lie oh. that's only provable to a very small group of people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's the right. best. It's This is the best. This is there's. I don't think we're ever going to find anything better in old papers than than. Than the dentaphone. Is there a picture <laughs> of what the good. dentaphone no. looks like? There's no, no picture. It's no because, because okay. what would you do? You'd be like the second that someone's like, "What does it look like?" You'd be like, "Hey, whatever you're picturing, it's pretty much that." Can I say <laughs> what I would do? Yes, I would illustrate a gorgeous woman of the day looking into a mirror on her, you know, um, her nightstand, boudoir. whatever you call it, her boudoir, and. Then she would have this big, like, she basically have grills in. Great. But with a kind of a long cord coming out to a box in the corner, dentaphone style. <laughs> I love that she's plugged in. And but the, <laughs> my only note is she's not a man person or bystander. It might be a little confusing oh, to people. Shit. Who, you know it what I mean? Her. Yeah. I she, just don't, I can't picture the person with it on. Do you know what I mean? What is it? <laughs> It's, her. it's not a person at all. It's exactly. A, it's, it's a, a non-man, woman, or... I it's, mean, it's, a, it's a hump. A bystander. Big, big hump? I'm assuming <laughs> no, no. huge hump? No, no, hump. no, no, no. No. Interesting. Very curious. Very curious. <laughs> it's strange. It's very strange. It's hard to picture. <laughs> mythical beast. <laughs> Who knew? Uh, uh, okay. Good one ad more. so far. Really, yeah, yeah that yeah. one. I say that's, num- that's number one in Absolutely. terms of what I would buy if yeah. I was back. Yeah. Then. Oh. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Even if Absolutely. I wa- even if I wasn't deaf, I'd uh, deaf. I'd be like, how can I hear through my teeth? Like, I would just be interested. <laughs> it yeah. would feel good. It would I'd, feel fun. I'd rather be listening through my teeth if that's possible, doctor. <laughs> that's the motto. <laughs> that's the company motto. I'd rather be listening through my teeth. Will you open your fucking mouth and listen to me? <laughs> I can't anymore. <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> Show me your teeth so you get it through your head. <laughs> I'm leaving, so. and then she drags this huge dentaphone box to, behind her. Now, will you help me grab this thing that they never showed us what it looked like? Slam the door for me. <laughs> Please. <laughs> back is killing me from my hearing teeth phone. <laughs> 
Uh, this ad is just titled, this ad, it's an ad, just titled Prejudice. The prejudice of many in favor of the old methods of treatment is vanishing before the accumulated evidence in favor of Warner's safe kidney and liver cure. What a weird <laughs> wind-up for the pitch. What and it, what was happening for three-fourths of that? I thought they were just selling prejudice to people, which is just like, you know, you're sir, running low. Sir, I'll take some. I'll give me all you got, sir. You there, you racist. You need more prejudice. I sure do. <laughs> I've started respecting women. Yo, go, come oh, over no, here. No, 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 no. No, 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 sir. Take these pills. Oh, oh, thank God. Oh, they're vanishing. Perfect. It's just a bunch of men, people, and bystanders again. <laughs> Whoo. <laughs> Wait, so is there more to that one? That was it. That was the whole ad. Oh. Will you read it again? It was not long. I just uh, don't understand what it. happened. Yeah. Might be an issue with this podcast because it is very difficult to visualize the past when it was so full of weird bullshit like this. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's crazy. It is hard. It's like someone explaining like what they found in the wardrobe in the Lion, the Witch, and the War. You're like, wait, what was it? What a Christian lion? I don't believe (laughs) lion. That's Jesus. Why? Make it a hippie. It's more relatable. (laughs) Uh, Okay. The prejudice of many in favor of the old methods of treatment is vanishing before the accumulated evidence uh, in favor of Warner's safe kidney and liver cure. It makes no sense. I'll say what it is. Here's the translation. Okay. People are stopping deciding new cures for your liver can't work. Because of all the proof that this liver cure does work. So it's like people are getting modern with their liver cure attitudes. God, that's good. Right. Like stop eating beetles or whatever you're doing before. (laughs) I got something better. Uh, uh, I mean, if I keep eating them, I don't get worse kidneys, right? (laughs) Well, so we don't know that. We're We're just not sure. Well, I'm going to keep eating them until you come back with some definitive information. That's prejudice, sir. No, it's all I eat. (laughs) I traded my son for a bag full of them. (laughs) Sorry. It's okay. Oh, thank God. I thought you were gone. You're just human. No, I'm here. I'm always here. Okay, I thought you were gone. Oh, thank God. I was talking to myself again. Roach? Would you like a okay, roach? So this oh, no, 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 thank you. you try one. <laughs> no, I'd rather. Got a pillowcase full of them. <laughs> okay, oh, I get you to each their own. Mm. Uh, I'm modern. You sure are. <laughs> this is just, uh, these are just like little things. There's no, it's not in a section. Uh, it just has a bunch of different things. That Nothing is like, in a section. Like John Sissengood is getting several fine buggies made for the livery business. Uh, and then there's this one, which I noticed because th- we did a we did a dollop on this guy, Dennis Kearney, the Sandlot agitator, was arrested last week and sentenced to a fine of a thousand dollars and six months imprisonment. Serves him right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what? This is this, this is, yeah. is the editorial column. Yeah, for sure. it's the Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I, as someone who clearly learned that story, what was he doing? <laughs> He, also, that's thousand the guy. dollars back then is like yeah. eight hundred. Oh yeah, well yeah. he was he was basically riling people up to a, attack Chinese laborers. Like he was the Irish guy oh, in San Francisco. No. Was like okay. kill all the people that aren't from here. Well, then can we just say very nice to hear a response like that from some? I didn't know people like that really exist. Someone who's like this is outrageous. You're like yeah. no, sir. It's actually wait. You're right. I'm sorry. I thought I'm used to people <laughs> shouting about crazy shit. Modern. You are accurate. It's yeah. modern attitudes about liver cures. It that's, solves everything. That's right. That's right. Yep. So then, so then we get into some oddly personal things in this section. Uh, Miss Emery and Miss Minor, two of Cloverdale's good-looking school moms, honored the Hot. paper office with a call on Wednesday last week. What? That's the whole uh, thing. <laughs> I'm just, I got another piece of news. A couple of hotties <laughs> stopped by. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> And he called them Marms? Yeah. 
Some, I don't some know. hot young school moms came to the newspaper office. Yeah. So that I mean, you want to know. Is that literally what just this is a person's diary, is it not? <laughs> this re- this reminds me of Jeff Jeffrey Jones in Deadwood, where he would just walk around and try to get people to talk to him and tell him Oh yeah. And stuff right. Like that. Yeah. It really is just totally... one guy and a printing press and like his his discretion. It's good to picture that person too, because then you're like, Oh yeah, okay, it is totally <laughs> insane. What I mean it's just like it's like a I mean it's like your whole paper's a gossip column essentially, but everything's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And old. Yeah. And then this is uh, a kind of influenza is prevailing in and around Cloverdale. It is the worst thing in the shape of a cold we have ever encountered. So <laughs> he's need, so he's sick. Red clover. In- <laughs> <laughs> so we got a cold. Okay. It's in the uh, papers. Uh, yeah. I can't find. I got a cold. Oh, that's an interest. You read the article about Kevin's cold? That is crazy. And then, and then two of the deer. Yeah, look at Did you see? Did you see that? Look at this. We're lucky we got away. Look at this. Then, this is amazing. Fresh mutton shipped direct from what? the city no. is for sale in this market. How does no. this happen in the very gateway of the great sheep country? What is going on? This is all He's, one page? He... He went to the store and he saw they were selling mutton from San Francisco. And he's like, what is happening? Where are the sheep people? This Imported mutton is bullshit, though, because it's already gamey. It's yeah. The best version of mutton is a gamey as fuck. You have it come up river for four days, probably, back then. Oh. Think about it. Oh. Like old mutton sitting out in the sun. And then they're but just like, no. It's, it accidentally cooked on its way here. <laughs> We accidentally cooked all the mutton. We slow roasted it. We didn't even mean to. We invented slow roasting. Put that in the paper. I would, but I'm out of room. A guy lost a shoe. So it just, where, where will it fit? Where will it fit in here? You know what I mean? It's I got to kill priorities. a baby. It's priorities. That's what the paper is. It's a good story. Look, you brought mutton up. You invented a way to cook it. It's not this guy hurt his finger. You know what I mean? Look, what am I going to do? Take it off page one about Frank looking at me weird? I can't get rid of that. If it bleeds, it leads. We all know this. It's the business. Get your mutton out of here. Hey, you're not radish material, Frank. Frank not. Steve, is that all one page? It's it's a column. It's a column of, it's of, of just those, blurbs. It's and here's the, so this is the things. end. This is the Why end you, of the column. Can I and just ask all, what shape yeah. or symbol is in between each blurb? Like there's, a there's series like of a, asterisks. There's like a. Uh, it's not. It's close. It's like. It's like little a little design, like a little swoop in between each one, right? It's like really nice brackets, but on yeah, the side? Yeah, yeah, they're like okay. nice brackety swoops. Yeah, Should be an asterisk. <laughs> Everyone should have an asterisk, and at the end, it should just be like, not real. <laughs> <laughs> footnote. 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 <laughs> Quick footnote. Last I'm page mentally footnote. ill. <laughs> <laughs> this is a cry for help. Please don't read it. <laughs> the last one is just, Frank, No! <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, now the dog's licking my hand. Why is that in the paper? What happened? Who is this person? Don't just write every single thing you think. You don't. don't you don't it's... write every single thing you think. No, no, That's no, a... don't write that. Mm. No, no, don't write that. All right, ready to print it. Print it all. Word for word. And then Frank got on the other dog's bed. <laughs> I hope I don't have to report on this next week. Uh... Okay, uh, this is the last thing in this column. We hope our readers will overlook the scarcity of news in this issue. Sickness in our family and with ourselves also has had a decided tendency to check our inhibition, our ambition as a journalist this week. So, what he's saying, he's he, he gets to the end of this column and he's like, "I'm just sick and it's not going well. I don't have a lot to write." <laughs> <laughs> what? It's, it's just, not our. It's not our problem. It's not our problem. Like, like, it's we like, paid money for this yeah, newspaper. Yeah, we bought it. Don't, don't write. Have someone else write it this week. Get. There's got to be an apprentice or someone that can string better thoughts together than yeah. these. I'm sorry. Sorry about the no news. I've got a cold. Also, also, I've taken to talking about myself in the third person, which I'm really enjoying right now. See you next week. The the non-male bystander who lives with me loves it. 
<laughs> Loves my new policy. <laughs> uh, I mean... Uh, uh, so this is on the same uh, page, and it's... Um, there goes my dog. It's under a section... It's, it's just another more random stuff. It starts with a grand book, and it, it goes into a boring thing about books, but then it goes to this after a little separation. Uh, S. Lang, the opposition barber. So opposition is in parentheses, so he's the opposition barber. Has evidently had a series of trouble during his sojourn in this place. Several times, his sign pole has been carried away and hid. His door tied shut and other pranks played upon our night of the razor. What? Lang is somewhat eccentric in his habits, and the boys taking advantage of his sensitive nature are more inclined to bother the man than the strictest rules of courtesy would justify. Our advice to the boys is to let the man atone and give him a chance to make a living. <laughs> so, Karen? <laughs> what I'm hearing here is mm-hmm. that the boys in town don't like the nerd barber. That's and- right. <laughs> so they're going full jackass on his barber ass. And the, it, the, the newspaper editor has taken it upon himself to say, leave the barber alone. Just <laughs> madness. <laughs> paper is not a paper. What kind of weakling <coughs> is this barber? I mean, first of all, do you want a nervous barber? Isn't no. that, that, especially back then with all the razors involved? Uh, Mostly no. razors. Yeah. No, you do not want, you do not want that. And then, oh, the, <laughs> this is the best part. Dave, Dave got threatened his dog. dog. I got a dog going after the gardener. Okay, sure. Uh, this, we, uh, Karen, uh, you might think that this is random. We do this every episode. Do you? It's yeah. like a planned moment. It's a break. We just take a break where Dave, the gar- the dogs attack the gardener, <laughs> and then Dave gets a quick thirty seconds. And as you can see, he's already back. Uh, I, I had also, to close. The, I had to close the back door, and then Larry ran and threw up on the couch. So it's all good. <laughs> Great. That's a good reaction. I've had people. Whenever I have a door slammed in my face, I just throw up on someone's chair. Yeah. <laughs> Really shows them. It's like you don't it, yeah. do that to me. It's the ultimate revenge. You don't tell me what I can and can't do. Here's my lunch. Here's my bulimia. Here we go. Enjoy. <laughs> now, I also think this guy's uh, romanticizing the barber. He's laying it on pretty thick. He calls him Knight of the Razor. Yeah, Knight of the Razor. I think he just didn't want to say barber again. He 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 sees himself as a wordsmith, and he can really bring to life who these people sure. are. No, when I hear these stories back to back, I think this person has a great vocabulary. That's the first oh, thing yeah. that jumps out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not yeah. the dementia of flu. <laughs> <laughs> no vitamin D in his system. Yeah, the fact that this person has already apologized for the rambling of a sick man. <laughs> uh, so this is the next, the next one down. One day last week, the oldest son of H.B. Christensen, aged about nine years, climbed onto the top of a tree in the schoolhouse yard and, losing his hold, fell to the ground a distance of about 15 feet, striking squarely on his head. He was conveyed home and medical attendance procured. The top of his skull was found to be completely flattened without any symptoms of concussion, and at this writing, the patient is rapidly convalescing. We just call him Table. <laughs> we we made the home adjustment and just called him Table. Oh, no. Put a, I put my ate my soup off him. <laughs> he fell fifteen feet from a tree and then nailed right. straight flattened his head on the ground. And he's so he has a flat head, but they're like he's he's fine. He's getting better really quick. He's good. better than ever. At least I'm sure there no were hope. no. Yeah, I'm sure there were no future issues with that uh, kid. He was fine. Well, no. Even it's- if there were, someone was probably just like, you got to put a mint leaf under your tongue. You'll be fine. <laughs> you know? And he was like, okay. They're like, that's good. Do that for two years. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Do that for two years. Do that for two years. And then you'll be, your head will be normal again, okay? Also, That'll- this... I would say, of all the stories we've heard so far, this would be front page news of essentially yeah, yeah. a local boy yeah. has a massive head yes. injury. Yes. Maybe yes. warn the others to not go up there or something like if we were going to prioritize the news. Well, there's like more to Like there's a story. There's like a beginning, a middle, and an ending to this. There's a moral. There's just stuff. It's not just someone being like, did you guys see that cat? <laughs> <laughs> Like, 
Where's the article? It's just it's just handwritten. There's a follow up next. There's a follow up next week. Jeff did indeed see the cat. <laughs> Whoo! Stories Daddy. captured the hearts and minds of a town. <laughs> oh. Okay, so he he likes to go into uh, on page. We're on page six now because we just had ads and stuff. So this is um, he goes into like world stuff and and he'll go into a little bit of history. <clears throat> he enjoys history. So this one is called a peculiar for the race. Newspaper. Yeah, for the newspaper he goes right. into history. <clears throat> okay, sorry. Yep. This is called a peculiar race. A letter from one of Professor Nordskold's assistants, recently published in various Scandinavian papers, gives an interesting account of the Shudi, a particular race inhabiting the northeastern portion of Siberia. They look very much like Greenlanders, because everyone... Everyone in Sonoma County, once they hear they look like Greenlanders, are like, "Oh, okay, I got it. That's a, that's got the frame it. of reference I needed." Green, yeah. <laughs> got it. Green skin, green hair, got it. I know exactly what you're talking Amazing. about. Amazing. They just picture Chia people. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hey, we got Greenland. Yeah, we know the type. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Greenland. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can eat them. They're fine. They grow back. <laughs> I know them. Yep. <laughs> I went they to high look- school with that one guy. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They look very much like Greenlanders are small but alert. <laughs> what? So right now I picture them. Yeah, it's also ready, a dig at the go. It's a dig at the slow reflexes of the Greenland people. You know, right. they're like Greenlanders except they react. <laughs> you know what I mean? They have motor skills. You picture Greenlanders with motor skills. It's amazing. Uh, a dream. <laughs> Imagine. Uh, are small but alert, have brownish-yellow skin with coal-black eyes and hair and a singular, joyless, almost frozen expression on the face. They work for a man named Wonka. And, uh... <laughs> chocolate he doth make. Um, uh, I love what? joyless. I well, I also... Love- like the shiver that goes up your spine when you hear race in a paper from that oh, time, you're like, yeah. please, like in my head, I'm like, please be a foot race. Please. And it's like, we found a new breed of human. You're like, oh God, oh my God. No, 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 no. Stop, 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 stop. They're not fun and they got little black eyes, but they move quick. Oh. <laughs> I mean, and their faces are frozen. Wait, but who, sorry. Are they actually talking about like Slavic people or like what? Yeah. Is, these are these are people are who live li- like way up near, like at the tip of like Russia and 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 Norway. Like they're in, like in in Lapland in, in in like Sweden. It's like who they're prejudiced against, like the Simi uh, are a people. So so they live up where it's dark most of the year. And it's just this sort of place that nobody wants to go. So they're like, we found new ones here. They're living. Um, so they're, they're essentially a native, probably. They're a native people to that area. Yes. Okay. And, yeah. And they're being yeah. announced in the paper for whatever. <laughs> Crazy news. New people. <laughs> well, it's the, good actually, reporting. the original people. <laughs> that, uh, yes. I want to go. Yeah. That, I mean, imagine telling them that. <laughs> I don't think that's the case. Like, no, actually, that is true. I don't think that's possible. No. No. We were flung from heaven off of God's finger. <laughs> okay, so they live in tents, dress in skins, and feed on seal flesh. Their women are tattooed on the face. All right. Yes. And that- uh, <laughs> uh, uh in their intercourse with the crew of the Vega, they were a little shy, but curious, like penguins, and willing to help. No. Uh, I, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, <laughs> no. I need that last part broken down like game film. <laughs> what did you just do to What did you say? They're little penguin people that are interested in us and also very helpful. It's uh, like it, there uh, is part of this that's going back and just looking at how how racism just is fomented and like supported in a small town kind of like here's I on the world yeah right 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 the new (laughs) non-white we found a new one it's a wild one everybody (sighs) they're like penguins oh I get these people now 
That's oh. also so crazy. I mean, it, it's it really it, it's the flippancy, like the way that they <laughs> just so simply just be like, "Here's a super racist thought that I don't think twice about." <laughs> like, Sir, please stop talking. He's like, no, no, no. Not only were they like penguins, they liked raw fish. Uh, their moral ideas were rather naif, but firmly adhered to as far as they went. So not great morals. Uh, but also, like, whoever was go- whoever probably went and quote-unquote discovered them was probably, you probably were, you're probably not seeing the best version of a group of people when they're like, hey, get out of our home. Yeah. yeah. Hi, I work for the Radish. <laughs> it's like... It's the ship captain that's just like, wait, you don't like Jesus? Yeah. What? Well, well, well. You haven't heard about him up here. <laughs> oh, well, that's interesting. Well, how naive. Well. well. <laughs> uh, of their language, a dictionary has been made compromising 300 words, and it will no doubt prove of interest to the linguists. The old 300-word dictionary. Yep. <laughs> Sure, that's all they had too. That's all they need to conquer them. That's all you want to say around a white. <clears throat> yeah, like right. you're like limit our language. <laughs> they will take it and abuse it somehow. <laughs> you guys are very. You guys do a lot of blink talking. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You do not talk a lot. Yeah, it's interesting. It's private. Ah, oh, it's weird. Well, that's not, not much to take advantage of. So I should probably get moving. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like just a bunch of snow and quiet uh, people whose faces don't move. I'll come back with some of this melt, but right now it doesn't feel like I can exploit much. So I should probably <laughs> hold get on. To they supper. got they got little coal eyes. Can we take the eyes? <laughs> I'd rather not right now. Let's let's stop talking about them <laughs> for sure. <clears throat> okay, so now he's back to history. Uh, he's diving into some Russian history. Okay. The riot of the Streltsy. Uh, so Streltsy are like from the 1600s, and it's okay. like an army. I, it's like an army that worked for the Tsar. Like they were like these badass sort of. The Streltsy ran through all the in rooms of the palace, looked into the storerooms, under the beds, into the chapels, thrust their spears under the altars, and left no place without a visit. From a distance, they saw Theodor Soltkov going into one of the chapels, and someone cried out, There goes Ivan Nerskin! And the unlucky man was so frightened he could not pronounce a single word or even tell his name. Once He was at once killed and his body thrown below. When it was ascertained who he was and that he was not a Nerskin, the Stelzi sent the body to old Soltskov. So the Stelzi thought that he was one of the guys they were looking for, and they killed him, and then someone was like, yeah, that, that's actually not him. <laughs> and so now they brought the body back to his dad. <laughs> and, and, that, like, and that Hey, is- listen, I'm sorry about the killing your son. We thought it was another guy. Someone yelled, that's the guy, and then we killed him, and it turns out. So that's on us. You've got to understand. you got to. <laughs> You got it. You got it. Why? Why is that's history? Why is that? There's so many other things that could be discussed. That is such a. Does that even? It's warrant? really specific. It's, it's really <laughs> a specific yeah, moment. Like he knows him, or otherwise yeah. it makes no sense. This is very. This is very much. Dude read a book this week, and he's like, "I got to fill up this paper." I mean, I got hey, like hey, nine, hey, nine, by ten the way, pages. Like a laying open on that one page. Now, I'm not mocking it anymore because I think we made a podcast out of that. <laughs> oh, good That's what you uh, do. So, so they bring the body to old Soltkov and excuse themselves by oh, saying that his son had been, yeah, by saying that his son had been killed by mistake. So they're like, sorry. Uh, God's will be done, Our said the, <laughs> God's will be done, said the old man who had even the presence of mind to give the messenger something to eat and drink. Oh, you guys want a beer and some cheese? (laughs) He was a good kid. You hungry? (laughs) Is thirsty? Uh, No. Want to come in for a little while, hang out? (laughs) Killing my son make you really famished? Uh, Son's dead. Guys like bread? (laughs) So. Anyway. And that After? is that the end? Okay, no. Of not. Uh, no, there's more. History. Of <laughs> oh, because <laughs> it still isn't. Okay, go ahead. After they had left the house, in trying to console his weeping daughter-in-law, who quoted a Russian, he quoted a Russian proverb to the effect that, "quote Their turn will come next." 
A servant overheard this and who had a grudge against the master immediately rushed out and told oh, the no. Strozzi that his master had threatened them and they returned and murdered him on the spot. What? They don't, they're not allowed to do that. You can't do that in the same day. Don't talk shit. Yeah. Talk shit, get hit with a yeah. sword in your neck. That's right. You know the saying. That's I the saying. I remember it rhyming, doesn't it? I feel <laughs> no. like no. Okay, no, no. no. That's Sometimes why it's no. hard to remember. It sticks in your mind. Yeah, it sticks right. in your mind because it's very disjointed and that's, that's right. random. That's the right. randomness. That's, that's what really stays. With I'll you. never forget it. It's so weird. <laughs> you know how that goes. <laughs> it so, leaves you with a feeling. Yeah, I can't requote it, but boy, I can tell you how it makes me feel. <laughs> <laughs> They killed the son. They said, super sorry. The dad said, don't worry about it. Then there was a misunderstanding, and then they came back and killed the dad. Because they said yeah. to the daughter-in-law, he's like, hey, they'll look, get they, they fucked up. They'll get theirs. Yeah. And they were like, what, what comes around goes say? around. We'll kill What'd him, too. What'd you say? Did you say What'd to you, us? Did you say something? Huh? Yeah. Big hat, big fur hat. Why, you, why are you stabbing yourself? Why are you stabbing yourself? <laughs> why are you stabbing yourself? <laughs> I'm not, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is that the end, or is there That's more the now? Okay, because it feels like... Okay, that, this, that... Go ahead. This newspaper, The Radish... <laughs> You're air quoting. ...makes me... It, it It's like an argument for going to church. If, like, back then there were only, like, three things to do, it's, it's so, like, you get up in the morning, you read all this garbage, and then you're just like... This can't be everything. Like, this, I have to... <laughs> I, that is so fucking true yeah i mean that really need more yes because we have access to so much different so many different avenues of thought and interest now if this was your source of information you were you must have just been like i believe there's a place where all my relatives live who have passed away and i get to go there once i die which hopefully is soon please kill me someone soon please someone just kill kill me and my father so we can go up there or something if this is what communications are going to be like all the time down here, I, I got to get out. I read three weeks of the radish and I really would anything else. Heaven, hell, whatever it is. Roll the dice. Bible shit. I don't care. Please. Old stuff, plagues, whatever Any- you got. I'll be Just able. Something. Anything. Something. <laughs> Hurry. My liver. I need a cure. Did you say liver cure? Well, I got one for you, sonny boy. You just got to eat a handful of sand and kiss this lady. Uh, so we got a new section here. <clears throat> Good. It is, called... is it called the news? <laughs> no. Oh. Uh, intelligence items is what oh, it's boy. called. Intelligence so... items. But it's still all about mutton. So don't it's get all mutton. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just a recipe. It's more mutton stuff. <laughs> this, this is sort of what's going on around the country. Uh, several gentlemen, especially young lawyers of Boston who live in suburban towns, ride to business in fair weather on bicycles. Oh, my God. What the what? fuck? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> uh, no. You, this can't be real. That's it. Rabbit. That's the item. That's the <laughs> item. I... I was not aware this was a fiction paper. Gladys, did you hear what's going on in Boston? It's there madness. Wheeled businessmen. <laughs> Centaurs with wheels. In fair weather, you say. <laughs> the weather part of it, too. In fair weather. Now, while that really does has no impact, it's important to point out that the weather was neutral. Hmm. Maybe a light jacket. You don't need anything heavy. Not Definitely not a scarf. <laughs> this is how weather reporting started. <laughs> I just ran with what I was feeling. First I saw the bike, and then I was like, I want to talk about the wind. And I just, everything about it. The setting. <laughs> You're good, but it's too interesting. Do you understand? It's too interesting. People will get hooked. <laughs> Uh, the next one, a Memphis dairyman set a loaded gun inside his poultry house in hope of punishing some chicken thieves, and his wife, ignorant of the fact, was killed by it. What? Uh, oh, no. Jesus Christ. You got you to gotta tell the lady who's going out to get the eggs that you put a, a, a gun situation in the chicken coop. Yes, I yeah. think when you go into a chicken coop, firing a gun communication is important with your family, for sure. <laughs> So no, basically, he, he, he booby-trapped the chicken he booby, coop. 
he booby trapped oh. the chicken coop, and then his wife went in, and and he didn't tell her he booby trapped it. He booby trapped. This is murder. <laughs> yeah. This is Dateline, eighteen eighty seven. This is introducing Josh Mankiewicz. Like this is Dateline. That is totally eighteen forties Dateline. Fake, fake. Oh, you're just gonna shoot anyone that went into the chicken coop, and it's you and your wife here, and she's the one that collects the eggs every morning. Okay. That's right. Uh, I need five minutes. <laughs> when I hear it pitch back, it's not great. Take all the time you need. I'll be back tomorrow. Okay. I just got a lot of. Th- I'll be at the lake, thinking. <laughs> okay. Uh, we have more chicken. Uh, we have more chicken news. This is from Hartford, Connecticut. A Hartford man's excuse for stealing a pair of chickens was that while at work, he hung his coat near the coop, and on going for it, he found the chickens roosted on the same. Mm -hmm. No. He hadn't the heart to wake them up, he said. So (laughs) What a saint. Oh, boy. Shh, shh. I got jacket chickens. I got sleeping jacket chickens again. Oh. I'll return them when they rouse. <laughs> oh, dear me. Let him be. Let him shh, be. Shh. Oh, no, and a bunch of sleeping watches, too. Oh, dear me. Oh, man. Shh. Not now, officer. The contraband is sleeping. Contraband? That's right. That's what no you call your chickens and watches? Uh, <laughs> Shh. <laughs> I'm sleeping now. <laughs> okay, so, so, so he, this, he, this lie is amazing. It's but amazing. This to make he, a newspaper is amazing, too. Yes, he, brilliant. He hadn't the heart to wake them up, he said, so he wound his coat around them without waking them and carried them off. <laughs> yes. Quiet. Two little uh, beds. <laughs> I'm in the middle of a robbery. Quiet. <laughs> <laughs> His defense was ingenious, but he was sent up for three months all the same. Ingenious? I, well, how did you come up with such an anti-defense? Sli- chickens crawled into your coat and slept. <laughs> wow. Uh, this is... Oh, we're on page eight now. Just uh, just a section. Breezing no, uh, through this thing. Yeah. Just really... Yeah. It's easy when you don't want to hear any of it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Uh, it goes down uh, like butter. Yeah, no need to reread this thing. You're like, nah, got it. Moving on. Uh. Next. <laughs> Two Leadville miners went to a ball in Chicago last week. One of them, getting intoxicated, took off his coat and laid it in the window while he vigorously engaged in the witcheries of the dance. An Is officer. That jer- that's how dance. Uh, oh. No, that's actually just dancing. Uh, oh, I thought sex. So I'm with you, Karen. No, it, was he, also, I, it felt okay. very euphemism. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what is the it? Witch, again? It's the, the witcheries of the dance. The witcheries. Of, I'll be off to do the witcheries of the dance, <laughs> if you don't mind. Excuse me, my lady. Would you like to do the witcheries of the dance? Wasn't he at a dance? How yeah, is that he was illegal? at a ball. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, that's not what's illegal. An officer oh. took possession of the coat and found a wallet Chickens? in the. It's uh, a chicken f- coat outbreak. <laughs> <laughs> it's an epidemic. <laughs> uh, found a wallet in the pocket containing $127,000, which he oh. returned to the careless miner. Which could you... Now, imagine a wallet that has $127,000 in it. That can't be right. It's like a suitcase. Like, it's, not, it's just not possible. Yeah. It's not a thing. It's not a thing that happened. They in sell the it 18, at Six Flags. Yeah, in the 1800s... If a nickel would like buy was like what you made in a week, oh, one hundred and eighty-seven thousand. That one hundred twenty-seven. Yeah, I mean it's it's, it's millions of dollars in our. And in he brought our, millions of dollars to the dance. I'll just yeah, put and, my coat down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they all you look the same. No, 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 it's fine. I'll just throw it here on the chair with all the other coats. No okay. big deal. Yeah, no problem. Either way, right? Yeah. <laughs> just a billion dollars. <laughs> what? It's a good story. That's uh, normal. Yeah. Where'd he go? Uh, so, 
This is back to. I mean, yes, some more reporting on this would be phenomenal, but of course yeah, not. Just like one background fact. I was like, is his dad a banker? Did he? Does he work at the mint? How did we what think he fuck? got it? Any idea? He's a, just a he's guess. a miner. Uh, they say he's willing to. Oh, okay, like, here's how he got it. Okay. Uh, he is one of the men who walked from Chicago to Leadville when the mining excitement broke out and returned wealthy owing to bold speculations. Okay. So he just so he's, a he's bunch the of classic people. he's the classic striking miner who went to the big town and struck it rich by with stocks. <laughs> and then you he know. said, "Could you could you transfer those stocks into single dollar bills? I'd like to fill my pockets and go to a dance." Will you put them in this wallet that's the size of me? Perfect. My God, I wish someone had invented something like banks. Uh, should I go home and put the money away? Or no, just no, no, go no, 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 no. I'll go straight to the dance. I'll go straight Walting to the dance. Time. I'll go straight Got to it. the dance. It's too important. Uh, here's the thing about me. I fucking love to dance. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, you love to dance. Yeah. It's my thing. Yeah, I don't yeah, care yeah. what's going on. I don't care how many millions of dollars I have in my pockets. Woo! I'm going to fucking cut a rug. That's right. Oh, stole my bet. That's just a coat with the fifty million dollars in it. He was like the first guy that tried to make it rain, but back then it didn't make any sense. They were yeah. just like, "What do you do? What?" You That's can't. right. Now, how's that going to help the crops, boy? <laughs> now is in the future. Okay, so so he's he's written more personal stuff. What? Great, good. This is what I was missing. Uh, last Tuesday, with our right eye swollen half shut, with neuralgia and two double tanged jaw teeth, that's in parentheses, aching like all possessed, we entered the medicine lodge of Dr. Markel and told him to get ready for business. <laughs> <laughs> all private. I mean, it's what a horrible thing to live in a time where you sit down at a doctor and you're just like, you're going to make money off of me. I'm real ill. Also, it sounds like, was his eye, his eye was so swollen that his teeth hurt? Mm -hmm. He had jaw teeth. Before we had, you know, root canals. You, you, that could get so obsessed that your whole face could swell. Like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's pretty. Kind of it's pretty, Boy, my yeah, tooth you, is killing me. Yeah, it's but it's right before I think I have happens. a cavity. <laughs> my head's a balloon. <laughs> Ow! It's uh, one tooth, but it'll probably kill me. It's just yeah. It's like hey, the whole thing. Get ready for business. <laughs> Spit and pus and blood spraying out of the man's mouth as he threatens the dentist with business. I'll kill you if you don't take my business. <laughs> Woo, I'm leaking like a balloon. <laughs> Woo. Uh, Fifteen minutes later, we returned to our office with two archers, less teeth, but in far happier frame of mind as a tooth jerkist, we can call heartily, we can heartily recommend Dr. Markell. But I probably can't hear anymore. That's the kind of sad. <laughs> Teeth can't hear like they used to. Fifteen amazing. minutes, by the way, for what sounds like a tremendous amount of work. Yeah, yeah, not great. Yeah, kind of light brain surgery. It sounds like. All right, we're just gonna put some dynamite in your mouth and then we'll go in the other room. <laughs> Perfect, doctor. Thank you so much. You're the best. You're the best. Your best tooth jerkist in this town. He refers to a dentist as a tooth jerkist. I'm going to do that, too. And it, next dentist appointment. And you, you all got a tooth jerkist on staff? <laughs> My head is the size of a Volvo. <laughs> uh, all right, Dave. One more. Uh, we'll do one la- right. We got one all last right. local. Right. One last local P. I saved this one. Okay. This was on page four. And I went. And then is it. there an Andy Cap? A cartoon like on the back that you can yeah. read oh, us? Any entertainment? Should, shouldn't there be? There should be, but this is Absolutely. pretty great. <laughs> Marshall Miner killed a large rat on the sidewalk in front of the express office on Thursday evening with his cane. The rat refused to surrender, and our Marshall was <laughs> forced to kill the varmint. <laughs> what? what? Uh, this. Inability to understand the size of animals' brains. <laughs> Basically, living back then was just a 
You witnessing a series of violence being done to animals and children. Yes. And then just kind of like, either I care, I'm going to report it, um, maybe not. It's all kind of the same thing. Holy shit. This newspaper was in print from 1879 until 2004. No. Oh, my God. Wait, really quick. Can you can you get a recent version of it? I can get the last. I can pull different? up the. I can pull up the last one. Oh, yeah, I wonder if I it's wonder if the a... ch- format changed at all. <laughs> this is the new editor. I have no a... notes on the actual formatting <laughs> of the periodical. It's flaw- It's airtight. Oh, those brackets, gorgeous, oh, great. Separate, they separate ideas. All they right, work. everyone, put your stories in a hat, and then we're going to pick them out for the order of the week. Okay. <laughs> Including history. <laughs> Including history, for sure. That could be the front page. <laughs> Nothing it's, means anything. It's not that much different. I gotta be honest. Uh, deer caught on fence. That's the front. <laughs> Boom. Next. The, um, the, the last issue was December 29, 2004. They, they've, they've upped the graphics. So it says 1879, and then there's like a picture of like vineyards and stuff. But mm. the top story is six annual Christmas wish, wish program, a huge success. <laughs> so they're still. Well, so they, uh, they found a way to stay. Wishes are real now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <that's> <laughs> Wouldn't have it any other way. We did it. <laughs> I wish uh, for a new hometown paper. No, that is. Uh, <laughs> you're not allowed to wish that one. No. Sorry. Um, well, Karen, I hope you learned a lot. Um, I know. <laughs> I know I'm walking. I'm walking away through a, with a head full of facts again. For real, I um, I feel like you know whether it was local or all the way around the world. Um, yeah. that I was really let into a time and place. Yeah, it was good uh, to learn that this guy, whoever this person was, was crazy. Crazy and and um, and definitely still able to take the time out to be an overt racist and yes. really get that in the paper. That's and really right. peel peel back the veil and show us what it's like to be sick and make a paper. <laughs> <laughs> and then even with the sickness and the dental issues, still took the time to judge local mothers with how right. the job they were doing with their right. totally regular or maybe sometimes other abled children. Doc, I'm too sick to prejudice. You gotta take this tooth out of me. <laughs> Have you oh, tried the liver cure? I, I'll try it. I keep dreaming of coli, people. <laughs> uh, well, Karen, you have a podcast, I believe, too, right? I think oh, do you? I have two podcasts. What's, what oh. are your two podcasts? My two podcasts are My Favorite Murder with George Hartstark and Do You Need a Ride with a Chris Fairbanks. Two fantastic podcasts that everybody should listen to. Karen, thank you for coming on the Pastimes Podcast. Thank you for having me. Um, that was really uh, enjoyable, um, enjoyably not that enjoyable. Great. We took you. We took you to a journey to your your homeland. Yep. I'm County. so grateful to have been born when I was and not in the late 1800s in Cuba. <laughs> It's a bystander, sir. Oh, I'm going to name it person. I'm going to call her a rat and beat her with a cane. That's our way. It's how we do it. It's how we deal with things. They still do it today. They have a, they have a rat cane beating festival every year. Yeah. Why wouldn't they? Tradition. Uh, well, thank you again, Karen. Thanks, thank you guys. You, Screw you, Dave. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Some of these days. Miss me, honey. Some of these days. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, 
Bristol September 22nd and Cardiff September 24th and then in November I'll be in Australia November 10th almost sold out I think I'll be in Melbourne Australia then I will be in Northbridge Australia on November 15th Adelaide November 16th Canberra November 17th Brisbane November 18th and then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets Garmy let's get at it after it let's see you there hey there people listening to the dollop uh this is gareth yes the same guy i listen i have a new podcast called we're here to help that i'm doing with my friend jake johnson it's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't but we try to help people with problems that are important to them you can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts and it is out right now so go listen to we're here to help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun. Half Hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help 